Hey. Hey. Greetings, Chip. Thanks, Eric. How are you doing today? I'm doing, doing all right? Well. I'm about to be better. You know why? Oh, I know why, because I can see why. There you go. Oh, yeah. Nice cold one. Pepsi, zero sugar. It's actually room temperature. It used to be called Pepsi Max. It did. They changed it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, hey. It's like Coke Zero is now called Coke Zero so, Sugar. Uh, for for me, yeah, I'm going to get my energy today through God the Holy Spirit, yes. The Exusia. But yes. through also, um, oh my gosh. Uh, thank you, Jim Myers, for these Honey Stingers Energy Chews. Oh, man. So I'll read the Bible. Mmm, that's fresh today. Oh. Eric's not a big fan, Jim. Oh. He's not a big fan at all. I but you know a, what? I am a big fan, mm. and I'm very grateful for these. You like those? Honey Stinger Energy Chews. Let me be clear. I believe. I am a huge fan of Jim Myers. Oh, yeah. I am not a fan, Jim. I love you like a brother in Christ. I am not a fan of your snacks. This is the <laughs> second time you've given me a snack that's terrible. Well, I enjoy it, Jim. You can just pass these snacks on to Chip only. Yeah, yeah. You can just buy... That's fine. Eric, a pair of running shoes. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Call it even. <laughs> no, no, I'll take the shoes too. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to no, do? Jim is amazing. Shoes? Jim's incredible. Yes. Avid yes. listener. Big shout he out to Jim and Barb and the incredible. Run for God ministry that has sponsored yeah. these honey stingers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So good. <laughs> yeah. A hard disagree. Yeah. But Jim, it's, it's gonna be hard we love you, buddy. Keep eating them. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, it's Ooh, really tough. I'm feeling ready already. Let's get into this reading, Eric. Oh, wow. Man. My I, running shoes are not on, but... Help. I don't run, but I may be <laughs> running to the bathroom to get rid of that honey sticker. Oh, it's a fruit goodness. smoothie flavored. I forgot to mention that. Well, thank you for mentioning it. I yeah, thought smoothie. it was the warm trash no, flavor. No, you, you love fruit smoothies. I do love fruit yeah, smoothies. I had a smoothie go. for lunch, in fact. See, there you go. All right, hey. Okay. It's time. Yep. King David was very old, and no matter... Oh, we Eric, didn't say what day today. or what? Yeah, You sorry. tell us what day we're reading. I don't know. 103. Okay. We're starting First Kings. First Kings, chapter 1, today, through chapter 2, verse 12. Okay. Okay. King David was now very old, and no matter how many blankets covered him, he could not keep warm. So his advisors told him, Let us find a young virgin to wait on you and look after you, my lord. She will lie in your arms and keep you warm. So they searched throughout the land of Israel for a beautiful girl, and they found Abishag from Shunem and brought her to the king. The girl was very beautiful, and she looked after the king and took care of him. But the king had no sexual relations with her. Well, about that time, David's son, Adonijah, whose mother was Haggith, began boasting, I will make myself king. So he provided himself with chariots and charioteers and recruited 50 men to run in front of him. Now his father, King David, had never disciplined him at any time, even by asking, why are you doing that? Adonijah had been born next after Absalom, and he was very handsome. Adonijah took Joab, son of Zeruai, and Abiathar, the priest, into his confidence, and they agreed to help him become king. But Zadok, the priest, Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, Nathan, the prophet, Shemiah, Re, and David's personal bodyguard refused to support Adonijah. Adonijah went to the stone Zeholeth, near the spring of Enrogel, where he sacrificed sheep, cattle, and fattened calves. He invited all his brothers, the other sons of King David, and all the royal officials of Judah. But he did not invite Nathan the prophet, or Benaiah, or the king's bodyguard, or his brother Solomon. 
And Nathan went to Bathsheba, Solomon's mother, and asked her, Haven't you heard that Haggai's son, Adonijah, has made himself king, and our Lord David doesn't even know about it? If you want to save your own life and the life of your son Solomon, follow my advice. Go at once to King David and say to him, My lord the king, didn't you make a vow and say to me, Your son Solomon will surely be the next king and will sit on my throne? Why then has Adonijah become king? And while you're still talking with him, I will come and confirm everything you have said. So Bathsheba went into uh, the king's bedroom. He was very old now, and Abishag was taking care of him. Bathsheba bowed down before the king and said, What can I do for you? She asked, or he asked her. She replied, saying, My lord, you made a vow before the Lord your God when you said to me, Your son Solomon will surely be the next king and will sit on my throne. But instead, Adonijah has made himself king, and my lord the king does not even know about it. He has sacrificed many cattle, fattened calves, and sheep, and he has invited all the king's sons to attend the celebration. He also invited Abiathar the priest and Joab, the commander of the army. But he did not invite your servant Solomon, the commander of the army. But he did not invite, I said that, your servant Solomon. And now, my lord the king, all Israel, is waiting for you to announce who will become king after you. If you do not act, my son Solomon, and I will be treated as a criminal as soon as my lord the king has died. While she was still speaking with the king, Nathan the prophet arrived. The king's officials told him, Nathan the prophet is here to see you. Nathan went in and bowed before the king with his face to the ground. Nathan asked, My lord the king, have you decided that Adonijah will be the next king and that he'll sit on your throne? Today he has sacrificed many cattle, fattened calves, and sheep, and he has invited all the king's sons to attend the celebration. He also invited the commanders of the army and Abiathar the priests. They are feasting and drinking with him and shouting, Long live King Adonijah. But he did not invite me or Zadok the priest or Benai your servant Solomon. He has, has my lord the king really done this without letting any <coughs> officials know who should be the next king? King David responded, Call Bathsheba. So she came back in and stood before the king. And the king repeated his vow, As surely as the Lord lives, who has rescued me from every danger, your son Solomon will be the next king and will sit on my throne this very day, just as I vowed to you before the Lord, the God of Israel. Then Bathsheba bowed down with her face to the ground before the king and exclaimed, May my lord King David live forever. Then King David ordered, Call Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah, son of Jehoiada. When they came to the king's presence, the king said to them, Take Solomon and my officials down to Gihon, to Gihon Spring. Solomon is to ride on my own mule. There, Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet are to anoint him as king over Israel. Blow the ram's horn and shout, Long live King Solomon. Then escort him back here, and he will sit on my throne. He will succeed me as king, for I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and Judah. Amen, Benaiah said. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, replied, May the Lord, the God of my Lord, the king, decree that it happen. And may the Lord be with Solomon, as he has been with you, my Lord, the king. And may he make Solomon's reign even greater than yours. So Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, and the king's bodyguard took Solomon down to Gihon Spring, with Solomon riding on King, Don king David's own mule. There, Zadok... The priest took the flask of olive oil from the sacred tent and anointed Solomon with oil. Then they sounded the ram's horn, and all the people shouted, Long live King Solomon. And all the people followed Solomon into Jerusalem, playing flutes and shouting for joy. The celebration was so joyous and noisy that the earth shook with the sound. 
Adonijah and his guests heard it celebrating and shouting just as they were finishing their banquet. When Joab heard the sound of the ram's horn, he asked, What's going on? Why is the city in such an uproar? And while he was still speaking, Jonathan, son of Abiathar, the priest, arrived. Come in, Adonijah told him, for you are a good man. You ha must have good news. Not at all, Jonathan replied. Our lord, King David, has just declared Solomon king. The king sent him down to Gihon Spring with Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, protected by the king's bodyguard. They had him ride on the king's own mule, and Zadok and Nathan have anointed him king. Have anointed him at Gihon Spring as the new king. They have just returned, and the whole city is celebrating and rejoicing. That's what all the noise is about. What's more, Solomon is now sitting on the royal throne as king, and all the royal officials have gone to King David and congratulated him, saying, May your God make Solomon's fame even greater than your own, and may Solomon's reign be even greater than yours. Then the king bowed his head in worship as he laid on his bed, and he said, Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who today has chosen a successor to sit on my throne while I am still alive to see it. Then all of Adonijah's guests jumped up in panic from the banquet table and quickly scattered. Adonijah was afraid of Solomon, so he rushed to the sacred tent and grabbed on to the horns of the altar. Word soon reached Solomon that Adonijah had seized the horns of the altar in fear and that he was pleading, Let King Solomon swear today that he will not kill me. Solomon replied, If he proves himself to be loyal, not a hair on his head will be touched. But if he makes trouble, he will die. So King Solomon summoned Adonijah. And they brought him down from the altar. He came and bowed respectfully before King Solomon, who dismissed him, saying, Go on home. At the time of King David's death approached, he gave his charge to his son Solomon, saying, I am going wherever I am going where everyone on earth must go someday. Take courage and be a man. Observe the requirements of the Lord your God and follow all his ways. Keep the decrees, commands, regulations, and laws written in the law of Moses so that you'll be successful in all that you do and wherever you go. If you do this, the Lord will keep the promise he made to me. He told me if your descendants live as they should and follow me faithfully with all their heart and soul, one of them will always sit on the throne of Israel. And there is something else. You know what Joab, son of Zeruiah, did to me when he murdered my two army commanders, Abner, son of Ner, and Amasa, son of Jether. He pretended, that he, was an, he pretended that it was an act of war, but it was done in the time of peace, waiting, staining his belt and sandals with innocent blood. Do with him what you think is best. Do not let him grow old and go to his grave in peace. Be kind to the sons of Barzillai of Gilead. Make them permanent guests at your table, for they took care of me when I fled from your brother Absalom. And remember Shimei, son of Gera, the man from Baharim, and Benjamin. He cursed me with a terrible curse as I was fleeing to Mahanaim, when he came down to meet me in the Jordan River, I swore by the Lord that I would not kill him. But that oath does not make him innocent. You are a wise man, and you will know how to arrange a bloody death for him. Then David died and was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. David had reigned over Israel 40 years, seven of, the, of them in Hebron and 33 in Jerusalem. Okay. Short but good. Yeah. First Kings has begun. Mm-hmm. And the question mm -hmm. is, what does this tell us about God, and what does this tell us about ourselves? So, Chip, mm -hmm. what does this tell you? A semi-ordinary pastor reading an extraordinary book to some amazing people. <laughs> what does it tell you about yeah. God? Yeah. Um, well, I went back to the, the earlier part of the reading there. Um, 
you know, David said, call Bathsheba. She came back, stood before the king, and king uh, repeated his vow, saying, as surely as the Lord lives, who has rescued me from every danger, your son Solomon will, will be the next king, will sit on my throne this very day, just as I vowed to you before the Lord, mm -hmm. the God of Israel. Again, um, David taking seriously his relationship with the Lord, um, his, uh, the God of Israel, uh, and realizing that Solomon uh, is to be the next king, and so, and he's made that vow uh, to Bathsheba, and I think probably to others, and to the Lord, uh, that he would keep it. And so what I'm taking away is that uh, God, uh, he's, I, wrote, I wrote this down, God sees all of it. He sees all of it and he knows all of it. And so like we can make vows and we can say important things, you know, and sometimes, you know, we, we think, you know, oh, we can fudge on this and fudge on that. But really, it's before everything's before the Lord. He sees all of it, mm -hmm. and uh, and so I think that's that's a good thing to keep in mind. It looks like David had that in mind and took it very seriously in the situation here, and uh, and he knew that it was before the Lord. God sees it, and and God knows it, and so because of that, I think it's important that we we keep it. Mm -hmm. I think that's true. Yeah, in ancient agreements like this, these covenants. You always had a deity as a witness, and the, we know the reality is God's a witness to all of it. That's yeah. very good. God sees mm. all of it. What's this tell us about us? Um, a few things. A few things. Um, but just in the vein of God sees all of it, I just think, you know, there's a lot of people here who forgot that God sees all of it. Um, probably chief among them is Adonijah, right, who decided... Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take this throne onto onto myself and make myself the king. His exact words: "I'll make myself the king." Yeah. And we just, um, man, sometimes we are so obsessed with achievement and um, our pursuit of excellence and uh, station and position. We're so obsessed with those things that we forget God's watching. Hmm. Right? We forget that God sees. And uh, so I think those two go really well hand in hand together. And I had a few different ways to go, and that wasn't one of them, but I think that that's good. And it just is a reminder that, yeah, God sees all of it. And what this tells me about us is sometimes, like in this moment at 1.30 p.m. on whatever day it is, April 11th, here in Newton, Kansas, we, we know God sees all of it. Mm -hmm. But then later, I'm going to leave here. Hmm. I'm going to go home. I'm going to live my life over the next however many hours. And at some point, I will forget that God sees all of it. Mm. And I will fall back into sinful ways. And I will delude myself into thinking that God doesn't see all of it. Um, you know, and I think that's very dangerous that we can quickly forget those things. Mm -hmm. And I think David, no one ever talks about this. I think David might be a little guilty of that in this too. Like his wife, Bathsheba, is around and healthy and able to go in and talk to him and talk to Nathan, right? Nathan the prophet. Mm -hmm. and, but not around to keep him warm under the, the sheets. Like he has to get some other chick to do that. Like, I don't know. I don't, uh, I think there's something there, but. Sure. 
It's weird. Yeah. It's certainly weird. It's definitely. It's weird enough that it's written down because it's weird. Weird dynamic there. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, just, you know, and I think Abigail was probably still alive at this point, too. It's just like, yeah, something's going on there. So, anyway, though, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. Right. But anyway, so God sees it all. Yes. And sometimes we forget that and we do well to remember that. So, mm-hmm. what do we do with that? Uh, find ways to remember. <laughs> I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is true. Definitely true. Find ways to remember. I think for me, it's, um, you can share some ways you remember, mm-hmm. but you're definitely reading, reading God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, I think prayer is big for me. Um, just that relational aspect of it. You know, and that's what I love about this. I, I mentioned it briefly, but the relational, like it's before the Lord, mm-hmm. like that relationship there. Um, you know, I think if we think relationally with God and not that he's just some deity in the sky that's just um, non-relational, but he's relational. Mm-hmm. And and so just constantly talking with him about things like that. Well, let's see, say pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. This attitude of prayer and conversation, that's a relationship with God. I think that could help, you know, help us to remember these things, um, that, that he sees them and knows about them because we're always talking with him. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a couple things I, I, I think, think that's about. big just to seize upon the prayer thing a little bit. I think, one, if you find yourself constantly forgetting that God sees it all, ask him to help you remember. He'll do that. The Holy Spirit can bring that forth in your mind to help mm-hmm. you remember and... Um, I think another thing is like I verbally confessing your sins to God and mm. saying like, hey, these are the things that I thought I could hide from you that I know right now. I know I can't hide them from you. That will help you remember because it's a terrible feeling to have to confess your sins to God. Like he if he mm. takes them and, and, you know, yeah, he forgives them and, and moves on. But it's really hard to bring those to him. Yeah. And then I think another thing is have surround yourself with people who will remind you in a loving way. God sees it all, that they'll call you on your stuff, that they'll, hey, don't forget, God mm. sees this. And not in the way like, okay, Eric, God sees it all, you yeah, know. Sure. Yeah, act that way if you want. God sees you. Like, that's yeah. not it. But, like, surrounding myself with the right people who can lovingly say, like, hey, man, don't forget, God sees it all, mm-hmm. you know. So I think those yeah. are probably. That is good. That confession piece, that that is good because um, I'll say to him, I'll say to God, like, um, uh, I know you know this already. I'm just going to tell you. I, I need to say it out loud. Yeah, yeah. And it's something that's I wouldn't tell anybody else about something, you yeah. know, my inner thoughts or whatever. And it just feels so good to know that, you know, I came clean with him, but he already knows it. Mm-hmm. And he loves me. And I can do that with God and be honest. I'm glad you said that because I think for a long time I didn't include confession in my prayer. And the way I wrote myself off from it, like, to get out of it hmm. was, well, he already knows. Oh, uh, okay. He already knows. Yeah. Well, he does already know. Mm-hmm. It, our confession is not to inform him. Mm-hmm. It's to transform us. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, big. that's true. Yeah. 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 But I got away with it for so long in my own head by saying, like, well, he already knows. Mm-hmm. He knows that's that. That's a good point. You know, I think just be, the more specific I am about the sins I struggle with, Mm-hmm. When I tell them to God, the more specific I am, hey, at this time, on this day, you know, I really was struggling with envy about this issue and, mm-hmm. you know, covetousness. And I just wish that I, you know, I want you to help me to be content and not, you know, that's yeah. awesome. Like, yeah. go for that. Yeah. You know? 
So it, it feels good. It's humbling, but mm-hmm. it feels really good to do that. And he does see it all, and he still loves us anyway, and the blood of Christ still flows for us anyway. Mm. Um, Amen. Yeah, so just don't forget that. Good stuff. All right. All right, Eric. Well, those what? Honey Stinger Energy Chews really worked. Yeah, no, they were really good. Actually, so my, good. My eyes were too fast, though. <laughs> was, yeah, you can't like, have any more. I was like going right past the words. You can't have any more of those Honey Honey stingers. And it went a couple of sentences down. I had to go back up. That's it's all right. Fine, man. It is it's where it fine. is. But hey, uh, we love you guys. So proud of you. Way to go. And stick with it. Yep. And invite new people. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Farewell. <laughs>